Welcome to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. Mike is one of the nation's top realtors and is highly regarded as an authority in residential real estate sales. Mike Bell has nothing to sell but great wisdom. You're going to love this show. Now, here's Mike Bell. Welcome. You're tuning in to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show, the most important hour of radio every Wednesday at 1. Thank you for joining me. The show is dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about residential real estate in an effort to help you. My goal is to educate you, empower you, and engage you so you can make informed decisions to protect, enhance, and smartly manage your investment, your house. My name is Mike Bell. I'm a broker with Keller Williams here in Pasadena, and I sell a lot of homes. Uh, email me your questions at mikebell at kw.com. Again, that's mikebell at kw.com. You can also call us live at 888-GO-FOR-IT. That's 888-463-6748. Again, that's 888-463-6748. And I'm going to give you my personal cell phone number. Save it in your contacts. My personal cell phone number is 888 888- 401-1555. Again, that's 888-401-1555. And we'll be answering your emails a little bit later in the show. Well, today we have a powerful panel. You're going to hear great information about insuring your home. And uh, I want to make sure you have a pen and paper. If you don't, get one out. I have insurance broker Michelle Michikoff and Anna Gonzalez. They're with locally known brokerage, Narver Insurance. They're in San Gabriel. That's Narver, N-A-R-V-E-R. Hello, ladies, and welcome to the show. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm great. So I'm glad that we're here today. So I've been planning it for a long time. Yeah, we've been trying to get you on the calendar for about a year. Been a year. So we're finally (laughs) here. (laughs) Hi, Mike. Thank you for having us. Hi, Anna. Great to see you. Uh, you know, I can't think of two better people for this topic. And, uh, well, I have some really very basic questions, but I suspect I'll probably be surprised by the answers. We were talking quite a bit before the show, and uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty interesting, pretty oh. interesting. And I, I like to think that I know a lot about this stuff, but I, I don't. You, you guys know, are the there's, experts. There's a lot of things that people don't even realize in regards to homeowners insurance, and we're here to help. Hi. So, Anna and um, Michelle, combined, how many years of experience do you guys have? So 45. 45, About 45 years. together. 45, 45 together. Yes. Wow. Um, and how many policies do you think you've been involved in, with in, in some way, shape, or form? Oh, after 45 years, I think we stopped counting after about 25,000. About, yeah, that's about right. So, it's a lot. There's just, there's so many. I can imagine somebody calls, they get car insurance and they. You know, somebody calls and you start off with one area and then you, they call for car insurance and then you hit on their homeowner's insurance because you could offer them the multi-policy discounts. Then you find out they have valuable articles. So that's another area to add. Mm-hmm. I go, and then there's earthquake. So, I mean, a lot of people are in flood zones. So then we got to look at a flood policy. Wow. So, but yeah, a lot, a lot comes from the homeowner's insurance. Uh, so you guys are a brokerage. I know that. And there's, but there's also national companies out there that you can just pick up the phone and call. But what's the difference between the two? What's Pers- different with you guys? Personal service. You, you call a national carrier. You don't know who you're going to get. You, every time you call, you will get a different person. You call Narver Insurance, mm-hmm. you're going to get Anna or myself or anybody else in our departments. But you could always ask for the same person, and you'll have that personal service. And like Michelle uh, mentioned earlier, uh, they might call in with one particular, maybe an auto or home. And then that's part of what we do is um, we make sure that, we gather everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't realize the exposures we have yeah. until, and that's what we do. One of the servicing thing we do. We we try not we try not to miss nothing. So like we start with everything that they have, and we build it from there, and just to make sure that they have the right coverage. So, but yeah. So with the 
with the brokers, with an agency, you get personal service. And if you have a claim, we're there to help you through that claim. Whereas you call the insurance company, you're going to get different people all the time. Another way to look at this is we're the middleman between, mm. you know, the, the client and the insurance companies. You know, which I think mentioned earlier, there's credits that you're not aware of, and we make mm. sure that's all just taken into consideration. So, But instead of calling a national carrier, you can call a national carrier, and there's just one policy, basically. We can call a brokerage, and I don't know how, how many – how many carriers are out there for the, all the different products? I guess it's probably countless. There, there's a lot of carriers. There's a lot of carriers for pretty much anything you need. And the thing is, is a client will call up and they'll give us their address. We could just buy their address, already kind of figure out mm-hmm. which carrier would be the best carrier for them, coverage-wise and premium-wise. So That's powerful. Yes, so it's like we we do take a personal interest in it and make sure that they have the right carrier mm-hmm. for their needs. Is that um, how we, how um, take me through that process? Um, somebody calls for car insurance, sure, and then obviously you inquire about their homeowner's insurance. And what are the kind of the key questions? Well, okay, somebody calls, it's usually the same for both of us. If someone calls us up for car insurance, mm-hmm. we automatically ask them, where is your home insured? This way, we let them know if you have them both in the same carrier, mm-hmm. you do get the multi-policy discounts. There is a benefit there of having both policies with the same carrier. And a lot of times, the client does not know that. So then we we start a whole process, we will end up quoting their home and their car. And a lot of times we feel the client needs an umbrella policy. Mm-hmm. So we would add an umbrella in there. Oh, but we, we do. We start the process and we, we give them that personal service. A lot of times we will even go out to their home to assess the home ourselves. You actually drive over to the house. Yes. So we drive over to the house. And we've had a lot of scenarios. I mean, you get a lot of clients that are in the brush area. Uh-huh. So we go and measure for brush. Wait a minute. Why is Anna laughing? Because just recently, <laughs> Michelle was on a property and she was on the roof. She actually was on top of this roof. So it's just funny to. Um, okay. This is live radio. You really want to say that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had a client. He was all excited about his new home. It was a three story home, uh-huh. but it was built oh into a hill. So, so you'd fall into the hill if you so, fell. Yeah, okay. so I followed all right. him all the way to the roof just so he could show me how um, how he was protected from the um, brush behind him I, and also to see the view. <laughs> if, you're, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show, and we're discussing home insurance with uh, Michelle Michikoff and Anna Gonzalez with Narver Insurance. And uh, as you know, I can be reached at my show site, the Mike Bell Real Estate Show.com. Now let's get back into this great talk. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you know all the laws in all the states. I don't, but at least in California, can you touch on the licenses that are required to be able to do what you're doing? Uh, what, what, one thing that's definitely required is you do need a property and casualty license. Mm-hmm. Um, it does require that you do 52 hours, um, and after that, every two years, we are required that we do uh, 25 what they call continuing education uh, hours to be able to keep a valid license. It's just to you know, keep uh, up to date with any changes uh, or anything like that that the that this might be the state might have for us. So um, yeah, we have to do 45 every four years okay. in California, mm-hmm. 45 hours. And then if I can expand on that, um, just working for Narver, they do with the 25. Um, credits that we're supposed to do every two years, in between that, they do stress for us to do a lot more continuing education. We do brush up on what our companies are offering, mm-hmm. anything new out there. Sure. Um, Narver, they really make sure that we know our product. They do the same thing here yeah. at Keller Williams. It's Some people say it's an education company versus a real estate company. Mm-hmm. There's just so much education. There's so much to know. It's, it's, it's a fast-moving industry, just like yours. And you're yours. constantly learning. So there's always something new out there to learn. Uh, we'll talk about learning. I'm a, <laughs> my wife wanted me to mention this. So I'm a merit badge counselor um, 
and Boy Scouts. I'm a big Boy Scout. My kids are in Cub Scouts. And uh, I'm a merit badge counselor uh, in our region for personal management merit badge. It's an Eagle Scout required badge. There's all these different badges that are required to, if you want to get Eagle. And one of the questions that we're required to have the kids answer for this badge is uh, name three kinds of uh, life insurance policies. And I don't. A lot of people don't even know. But it. It. What I do is I take it to the next level and I tell them, you know, for like a bonus to make us all feel better. Let's hear like 15 kinds of insurance that are out there. Oh and wow. You know. Well, I mean, I think we could probably go to a hundred. I mean, there's auto, fire, home, uh, top of my head, medical. There's umbrella. There's valuable articles. Dental, vision. I mean, it's all over the place. I mean, the, the Warren Buffett had. Um, he was going to offer a billion dollars for the last uh, March Madness tr- basketball tournament, a billion dollars to whoever could pick every category to the championship. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, Warren owns a whole bunch of insurance yes. companies. So it, it, he, I'm sure he bought an insurance policy for that. He would have had to. He had to, yeah. <laughs> He'd have to. Definitely. There's no way you could. And, and then you cell phone insurance. Um, there's, there's all <laughs> sorts of insurance out there. But, I mean, the ones that we could name off that we deal on an everyday basis with our clients is the home, mm-hmm. the valuable articles, mm-hmm. an umbrella policy, mm-hmm. their car, the earthquake, earthquake flood. the flood. Mm-hmm. Um, there's renter's insurance. There's landlord's insurance. I mean, mm-hmm. you could keep on going. It's there's there's a lot out there. Well, there's actually a lot more that Narver is known for too. Yes, we we do have Narver. Narver could insure all areas. We have our um, health and benefits department. We have a okay. commercial department. There's also the professional liability department, mm-hmm. where we do specialize in a lot of lawyers and doctors and architects and engineers. But Narver, we could you could almost say we can do it all. We could do it all. That's that's true. So we have. Every, there's a department for every need in the insurance. It's a huge industry. Um, yes. Even I, I did a whole show a year and a half ago, I think it was, just on home warranty insurance. Oh wow! Which I don't, you don't, I don't think you know. It's, it's no, a three don't. or four hundred dollar policy that covers, you know, um, faucets and stuff like that. Uh, we, have, I even did a full show on title insurance. Um, a lot of people don't realize this. Title insurance is is very big yes. in a real estate transaction, and uh, not everybody gets title insurance. And there's a lot of people don't realize in most transactions there's two title policies. But you have to listen to the show to understand all of that. I have to listen to that show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, I got you. Huh? Yeah, you do. There's, there's usually most most of the time there's two. But I'm not going to give up anymore because if, if I gave up one more little clue, you'd figure it out. Okay. <laughs> but um, gosh, um. We were talking earlier, even there's even, um, my wife and I were talking about, uh, taking a cruise and they have cruise ship cancellation, trip cancellation, uh, insurance. So, would <laughs> that be to, more like a travel policy? It's like a travel. Well, no, well, if you decide, if, you're, if your plans change, if, it, if your plans change, you didn't want to take the cruise, uh, they don't, they don't want to give you your money back, uh, but they will if you buy a little insurance policy sure. for okay. the cancellation. <laughs> So, <laughs> do you guys do cruise ship can- trip cancellation policies? No, we don't touch don't. on that. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. So we're, uh, you're here. With, uh, you're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show, and we're here talking about home insurance with Anna and Michelle, and we'll be right back. Let's get back to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show on TalkZone.com. Here's Mike Bell. Welcome back to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. We are here with insurance specialists Michelle Michikoff and Anna Gonzalez with Narver Insurance. That's N-A-R-V-E-R, www.narver.com. Um, we're talking about homeowners insurance. So let's just dive right into the meat and potatoes of this. What is a typical homeowner's insurance policy? Okay. Uh, you know, it's really just two sections, mm-hmm. property and liability. Okay. Uh, property, of course, meaning um, 
It covers for fire, just structure, the actual structure. Uh, I mean, there's other uh, what we call perils, but other disasters that could happen that's covered. Um, you know, anything from uh, fire, lightning, uh, storms, just, you know, it varies from also from policy to policy, by the way, uh, on what's covered or not, but also liability. Your slip and falls, those type of things is what uh, primarily is on a home policy. Gotcha. Is it mm-hmm. pretty relatively standard across the industry, or is it depends? It, you know what? It all depends. Um, you have your customers that just want a standard policy, but remember, we here at Narver, we go in and make sure that the client has the correct replacement cost value for their home. Mm. Um, so we do make sure that the building, the dwelling itself, is insured if it was to burn to the ground to make sure that they're insured correctly so they get their right replacement cost value. Mm -hmm. But then on the property side of it, people forget there's other structures where you could have a detached garage. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also for your walkways, uh, your fence around your home. Uh, So that's all in what's uh, under other structures, and people don't realize that. Under the property side of a homeowner's Mm -hmm. policy. Mm -hmm. So, And then you have the liability Mm -hmm. Um, which is very important because if you have a guest that comes on your property and they trip and fall, well, you want to make sure that your medical payments on the liability side, you can go the highest possible that you can with your company. Mm. Some companies stop at $5,000. you will get some that go up to ten, But that's a very important coverage, and people miss that because if you have enough there to cover that person's um, fall, just for their first aid, for the trip to the emergency room, then they're less inclined to sue you where then you use the premises liability. That's correct. And also, I don't think um, people realize this, uh, dogs on the property, even if it's not your dog. If you're watching your friend's dog and it bites someone, Mm -hmm. you're still liable because it's on your property. Oh, boy. Yes. So there's a lot of exposures out there. Actually, a lot of people don't realize their, their pets play a big role in it. Um, we just had a client recently. Um, he has two chow chows. Do you know we had the hardest time finding him a carrier that would accept that breed of a dog? Really? So there, there's several different breeds that are very hard in placing the homeowner's insurance due to their pets. So I don't have a dog, but if I got a dog, I get. I'm I'm thinking it's a good idea to call. Let your insurance and let them know. know. Absolutely. Yes. So, and if you're thinking about getting a pet, mm-hmm. check ahead of time with your insurance agent to see what pet, what type of breed is allowed. Does it matter if it's a cat or a dog? Or, no, what, what, cats what you, are, unless it's a tiger, right? No, they may. Have. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Do you guys insure to tigers? I haven't seen no, that yet. No, we haven't yet. <laughs> uh, mainly if it's, if it's dogs. That's their main concern, obviously. Uh-huh. Um I mean, of course, I think in one of the applications, they do ask questions of other exotic animals. Yes. And so far, I've always had a no on that one. Yes. It's always been a no. <laughs> on the exotic animals? Yes. yes. Really? So you didn't insure Michael Jackson? No, we no, didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> so that would have been interesting, though. Yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, but no, people don't realize under the homeowners, the breed of the dog is very important. Do they want photos of the dog or I've what never been asked for photos. I'm just no. Wondering. Some companies do require a questionnaire, just pretty much asking what kind of dog, if it's had any if it's bitten anybody in the past. Uh, just general information. What if you're like there. the cat lady of the neighborhood and you just have fifty cats that are in your house and they have the hantavirus, I don't know. The <laughs> I've never had issues. Yeah, worry about that. Issue, no. <laughs> well, good. You don't want those clients. No, it's always just been nobody more, wants them in the neighborhood either. They're more interested in what type of dog that they have. Yes. Okay. Uh, or exotic pets. Or exotic pets. That's yeah. correct. So, How about snakes? Is that a, is that a? I've never had that as an issue. No. I guess that would go under the exotic. Probably pets. under exotic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always everybody's always answered it no. Interesting. Uh, so how quickly? I mean, if I got a dog tomorrow, I should. Probably tomorrow I'll send you an email. Yes. Let them know that you oh, okay. have a dog. Okay. So, and they need to alert the insurance company. But what about if somebody else brings a dog on my property? You're liable. I'm, but what if it's one of those dogs that is on the 
terrorist list. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> would you really list. want one of those dogs? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> yeah. Not really. So, but no, it's, um, you have to really be careful with right. that. The thing is, keep yeah. in mind that it's your property. Mm-hmm. So anything that happens on your property, you're liable. Gotcha. That's the main thing to uh, concentrate on. So. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show, and we're discussing home insurance with Michelle Michikoff and Anna Gonzalez with Narva Insurance. And let's get back to this great talk. Uh, this is great. So we're talking about what is a basic policy, homeowner's insurance policy. And what comes to mind is, okay, homeowner is somebody who, well, they live in the house. Yes. Okay. Uh, homeowner's so, policy it has to be occupied by the owner. By the owner. Okay. Yes. And so... Um, there's a lot, like right now in the in the marketplace, there's a ton of money that's chasing that. Well, I shouldn't do the real estate lingo, but there there's investors that are buying houses and instead of living there, they're renting them out. That's a different sort of policy, right? That but, is a different policy, and that's when if you have tenants in your home, mm-hmm. then you want a landlord protector's policy, which is a dwelling fire policy, but it protects the landlord and. A lot of things people don't realize is they move tenants into these homes and the tenant thinks that that policy covers them and their personal belongings. And no, it doesn't. So that policy is strictly for the landlord. So is that something that can um, I can make it if, if I decide to rent my house out? Could I call you and just say, can you transition this into a landlord's policy or how does that work? Yeah, we would have to cancel the current home policy because mm-hmm. the owner no longer lives there. It would have to rewrite it to where it is uh, now being rented. Um, again, you have the protection of the structure and the liability for the owner, but not the tenant. Gotcha, yeah. So the tenant at this point needs to get a tenant or renter's policy. I tend to – I like to explain everything to all the sides because, unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't read contracts. Mm-hmm. The standard residential lease contract that we use, which, which is put out from the California Association of Realtors, the contract with all the addendums is, it's, it's crazy. It's so long. But the basic lease, it's about four pages long, and there's a section in there. It's in bold that says, basically, that the landlord is not paying, it does not have insurance. You need to go out and get your own insurance for your personal effects. But you know what? I don't think a lot of people pay attention to that. They don't even read it. They don't. And we see a lot of times that a landlord will call up and say, well, the tenant, they were broken into and their personal belongings were stolen. Well, it's not covered. It's only that policy protects the landlord. And any landlord out there should stress to their tenants that they need to have a renter's policy. And it protects them. Well, I have clients that, and this just just happens. I move out of the house, and then I put a for rent sign up there, and it's empty for a little oh. bit of time. What's uh, uh, what's good good practice for that? Um, obviously, when that happens, notify your agent right away because uh, it varies from company to company. Sure, uh, a lot of them just allow the building or the structure to be vacant for thirty days. Some do 60, some 90. Like I said, it varies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but normally, um, you need to change policy right away. You need to make sure that there's vandalism coverage. You know, That's there's nobody important. living in the home, so it's exposed to kids or somebody coming in and vandalize the place. There's nobody there, broken, you know, breaking windows, whatever. I mean, you you do. You get a group of kids out there. They see a vacant home, and well, especially pools. People yes, in pools. Yes. So, I mean, just recently in the area I live in, there was a home that was actually up on the market for, well, it was over 30 days. It was already vacant for a long time. Well, the neighborhood kids knew it was vacant. They had a party in this vacant home, mm-hmm. and it was vandalized. And there was no coverage because that the owner never let their insurance company know that the home was going to be vacant. We just had a transaction that closed about two weeks ago. And they moved out. The owners decided to move out a little early, mm-hmm. and the house was broken into. And we had to call. We had the police come. They called the police. They wouldn't talk to me. I tried to help, but they wanted to deal directly with the homeowner. They went through and did fingerprinting. They did photos. They used. They asked for our photos that we had. Not too many things were really taken out because they had already moved out. But 
uh, it was really weird. I don't know why they did this. They, they took the shower heads and the towel bars. Oh, wow. And I'm like, you know, did they use that to for drugs? I don't know. There's crazy stuff going on out there. There, there is a lot of crazy but stuff. But those are the things that they basically stole. Um, <laughs> Bizarre. And it would, uh, but people don't realize, I mean, yes, a vacant home policy, it's, it is not cheap. It, it costs more than a regular homeowner's policy, mm-hmm. but you're protected. And especially if someone, I mean, if someone trespasses onto the property and they get hurt. Yes. You're still liable. You're still liable. You're still liable. And so you need to make sure you have the proper coverage um, for when the home is vacant. Because if it's vacant over the time period that the company allows and you have a claim, you could be denied. So because you did not alert the insurance company. So it's best to make sure that if you're going to be gone for more than 30 days, let your insurance company know. If I'm going to go sailing around the world for 31 days, should I let let your insurance company know? That makes sense. I mean, you're going to be able to take care of a house if you're living there and you're sleeping there. You're going to know if there's a leak and before it causes a lot of damage, but you're not going to if you're going to be gone for a while. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. So it's best to let your insurance agent know. Okay. So it covers um, lightning. You're talking about windstorms, tornadoes, hail. Those are the, the perils of a homeowner's policy. Yes, that's correct. I, there might be others. Again, just depending on the type of policy, but but pretty much that's uh, you know, primary. That is the that is the main perils of a homeowner's policy. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, we're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. We're going to go to a break. We're here with Michelle Michikoff and Anna Gonzalez with Narver Insurance, and we'll be right back. And now more of the Mike Bell Real Estate Show on TalkZone.com. Here's Mike Bell. You're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. And we're back with Michelle and Anna, and we're talking about homeowners insurance. And we've got listener email. And let me see here. We've got, thank you, Daniel. We've got, okay, this is the first one. Mike, is it true that if I move out of my house and it is vacant for a a while, do I need to tell my insurance company? Daniel, give me a better one. Okay. (laughs) All right, we already covered that one. Uh, Does homeowners insurance coverage coverage? Does home, does homeowners insurance cover damage due to pipe bursts? This is from John. Okay. John. Um, yes, but got to take into account again every homeowner's policy with all the carriers are different. A lot of policies are limited in the amount of insurance that mm-hmm. they allow. Now, the water pipe itself is not covered. That's correct, Anna. The line, the pipe. Itself, that actually yes. happened to me about four years ago. I owned a, a, a loft that was above a retail store. It was a gift shop. And we put a new sink in in the kitchen, and we used this um, pipe connection underneath. It was a, a European sink uh, mm-hmm. faucet, and uh, there was a connection where you don't use a screw, and it's, it's, called a, it's, it's a pressure uh, connection, and um, it just burst oh, underneath. Wow. And it just poured and poured and it's a cement structure, and it found its way overnight into the business below. What was I thought it was interesting. I mean, it was it was a huge claim. It was twenty five thousand dollars. I was I was covered. Um, but was the pipe covered? But the, that's the funny thing. They wouldn't cover yes. the pipe. I'm yeah. like, really? It won't. <laughs> the, yes, and it's usually most likely the cheapest part of it. Yeah. But yeah, the pipe is not covered, but the damage that it causes would be covered. Okay. So, and again, a lot of companies, they have sublimits on that. They only allow up to a certain limit on water damage claims. So that's something to, I usually try to get my clients to up that, add an extra 10,000 in coverage onto their policy, because that is, that is a common claim we see. I would say Weekly, we see. Yes, that's true. That's correct. We see water damage claims due to a burst pipe. Well, I used to be in uh, real estate development, and uh, I bought a little house. This is, boy, 15 years ago. I used to buy 
we used to, I used to do what's called flipping. Mm-hmm. Buy a house, fix it, and sell it. And we bought a little craftsman in Pasadena, and um, the pipe behind the toilet burst overnight, and it flooded the house. It had, at the time, this was 15, 20 years ago, had 80-year-old hardwood floors, beautiful hardwood floors under the carpet. And they all got warped. You know, and you can't sand out the warpage. Yeah, they're just they have to be replaced. they're just gone. And I was made whole, um, but we I wanted to salvage the the floors. We couldn't we couldn't salvage the floors. But so yeah, I've had two, I guess. Yeah, with <laughs> that water burst. And I mean issue. Yeah. And the thing is, is when the insurance huh. companies usually see a client has two. In like a three, four year period, mm-hmm. it usually raises flags, and sure. they are harder to place because, like we said, water damage claims from burst pipes very common claim it happens all the time. Well, when we sell real estate, when you're representing a seller, at least in California, there is a statutory requirement. Uh, statutory means it's, it's basically it's law. It's, it's it's through the civil code. It's treated as law. You have to uh, disclose to a new buyer if you've had any insurance claims over the last five years. That's basically the question. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's because it, you, you could have a house that's just has a reputation, I yeah. guess. Well, I just had one recently, a new client of ours just purchased a new home. Mm-hmm. And we were going through the process of insuring it, and it came up that that property had a water damage claim three mm-hmm. years ago. And so I called the client and he did. He went back through his paperwork and he found where it was disclosed to him about this water damage claim. And it was a water, hot water heater. Mm-hmm. While the people were away on holidays, it bur- like, I guess a pipe on it burst. And we were talking about $50,000 worth of damage, water damage claim. So why they were not home. I always tell my clients, get rid of the water heater, put it outside. Yes. But you're actually better off getting one of those space, you know, the, the I think new it, ones out. The new ones that are out. <laughs> yes. Especially if you have yeah, the tankless. Thanks, Daniel. The, the tankless ones are great, especially if you have kids. Yeah. You have a constant flow of warm water, and they're not going to get scalded. And, I agree. Um, it's just it's so much better. And then you just don't want to. Basically, it's almost like a bomb in your house, having a water heater in there. And those Older water tanks do. They there's a lot of claims on them. There is yes yes. So from a pipe burst. And these old homes in Pasadena, especially, it's very common to go into a home and, or an apartment, and there's a water heater right there in the kitchen. It's usually right by the dining yeah. table, and it's it it's it's got all the. It's just it's it really is like a bomb. Yes. That's sitting there. I had a client. It was in their hallway in a closet, mm-hmm. and and it was. Right there, where they walk past all the time, and I told him, I says it's better to have it on the outside. And I always point out, you wonder why there is a um, pressure relief valve. Mm-hmm. There's there's an enormous amount of pressure in there. Yes. And you have to be careful. And also, you've got the uh, the fumes that are in there too. Yeah. And it's an appliance that's always on. Yes. I would get it out of the house if you're going to replumb the house. But that's the first thing I would do is get it out of the house. Put, put it, it in the, the garage or, or outside. In the garage or somewhere else. Yes, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. But they do. They they do cause a lot of claims. If you're listening to, uh, in, you're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show, and we're talking about a really important topic, home insurance, and we're here with Michelle Michikoff and Anna Gonzalez. They're a team at Narver Insurance here in San Gabriel. This is great stuff. I've got another email here. This is from Corey. Corey says, does my landlord's insurance cover my items such as TV and bike? We kind of covered this, but I know the answer, no, but the, the uh, what kind of, that's a renter's that's policy. That's when they need a renter's policy, or they call it a tenant policy. Yes, that's correct, yes. What's it cover? On the renter's policy, uh-huh. uh, with their personal belongings, and they also have liability for themselves. Uh, again, they have a party, you know, one of their guests gets hurt, mm-hmm. so that liability protects them. And also, of course, their personal belongings. Gotcha. Um, Landlord's policy would not provide any of this for them, so they had they have to get their own. Uh, yep. Yeah, okay. and I mean, again, a landlord should make sure their tenant has this. Again, like Anna said, if they have a party, that landlord does not want to be liable for anything. 
So it's best that the tenant has a renter's policy. And then, of course, then they would have coverage if anything mm-hmm. is stolen or if the place burns down, their personal belongings will be replaced. And you guys place that? Yes, we do yes. it every day. It's a very common policy. It's actually pretty affordable. You know, that's what is. I've been told. It's very affordable. I mean, again, it goes by the area you live in, mm-hmm. and how much insurance you do With want, coverage you need, absolutely. And two, if you have a pet, if you have a dog, so they do ask that on a renter's policy also. Gotcha. So it is very affordable. I was just thinking about uh, the the previous question we were talking about. Um, we were also talking about the California Association of Realtors forms, the, the statutory requirements that a seller is supposed to disclose if there's been an insurance claim in the last five years. There is a report that um, a buyer can get. It's called a clue report. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the way I describe it, it's kind of like a credit report on a house. Yes. And I guess there's this big database out there. Right. It gives you, well, the clue report, it tells us all the claims that have happened on that home. And is it a four or five year five period? Year. Five, five year. Five year period. period. Yes. Rolling five years. Okay. Yes. So, What's it look like on your end? Because I, uh, on my end, what I get as the consumer and what we disclose, it's, it's, it's pretty detailed, but I, I would assume it's much more detailed on your end. But what do you see? Do you see who the carrier is and what the claim was for? No, and- it just gives us uh, pretty much just a property address, mm-hmm. what type of loss it was, mm-hmm. the date it happened, and how much was paid. Yes. That's pretty much all we that's see That's all our we're, site. we're entitled to see. Yep. Okay, that's what I'm, I see also. Yes. So that's, that's all we see. Yeah, for details, we have to um, make that phone call and find out what happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. And a lot of times... Clients don't realize, like, you'll ask them, like, okay, have you had a claim in the last three years on this home? And sometimes we'll get a client telling us no because they don't realize that we do pull these reports. Like, we do tell them we're going to pull these reports. It all comes out in the wash, I like to say. We we find out. At the end of the day, we find out what's happened on that home. And... Yeah, so especially the water damage claims, a lot of them don't like to tell us that they're being non-renewed because they've had too many water damage claims. Well, we're going to see that. So it comes out on the reports we do pull. How easy is it? I mean, is that where in that um, in what you do? How where where in, in in the line of things that you do do you start pulling that up? Pretty much, as yeah, as soon as we get all the information, we punch in our information. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a system itself will flag us that there's a claim we need to look at, uh, or we do it on our own. We have a separate system for that. But normally, almost right away, as soon as you plug in the address, you plug in that address, and it pulls it right up. Uh, we we know, like, early on in the process. So, But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to get insurance. You know what? No. No. It's, I mean, we will have a market for them. It, if they've been non-renewed, we will find them a market. Oh, so and we do have carriers who are okay with one. Uh, usually, when there's two. two or more, yeah, even two, depending on the amount and what it was. Uh, so, but it's not that difficult. We we always come back with this is what we have for you. It's I, I've never come across a situation where we say we have nothing. And two, if we could prove to the carrier that the client rectified the problem, like the problem has been fixed, mm-hmm. show them proof. Well, a lot of times they're okay with that. So it's and it comes back to working with an agency sure. because you have that personal service and we are going to talk to the insurance carriers for you. I mean, you're literally you're picking up the phone and calling. Yes, an we're underwriter. talking with our underwriters mm-hmm. and getting that approval. We do all that work for them, so the client only finds out this is a quote. We don't they don't know about all the other work we do in between. Gotcha. So, yeah. gotcha. So it's like I. My practice is, and I know Anna follows the same thing, if we're going to write a homeowner's policy, we want it where the underwriter is going to approve it from the beginning. So 30 days down the road, they get no surprises and they're being canceled. Oh, sure. So due to claims or the brush area. You're like me. Sure. I don't like surprises. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's a hassle for us, too, then to have to hurry yeah. up and rewrite them. We want it all out in the open in the beginning. And we get it approved. This way, there is no surprises and no cancellations. Sometimes you do get those clients who you could tell they're not telling you everything. Yeah. But, you know, we tell them right up front, look, you need to tell me because then we're going to come back to, 
we can't do this for whatever reason. So you need to tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. At that point, they say, okay, this is a situation. I mean, we find out, out anyway, <laughs> but we just let them know up front. Tell me what's going on. Uh, so. Yeah. So, so what happens after five years on these reports? Do they just drop off? They do. They, they just, do. They just don't care? Is they that drop what, off after that. Just not so relevant, I guess? They, they only want to know five years. Yes. Yes, that's it. The, some companies only want to know in three years, but a lot of companies want to know five years with the claims history. Okay. I think that's pretty powerful as a brokerage to be able to shop it, which you can't do if you call one of these big carriers. No. I have a feeling we're going to we're going to have to do a second show next week or the week after. So I think we're going to have to jump uh, at our break. I'd love to. I'm going to put you on the air here and ask you, will you come back? I'll come back. How about you? Sure, absolutely. I only like we only have uh, we're not going to even have hit half the questions. Um, So anyways, we're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. We're here with Anna. And Michelle with Narva Insurance, and we're talking about homeowners insurance, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show on TalkZone.com. Here's Mike Bell. Welcome back to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. We're here with insurance specialists Michelle Michikoff and Anna Gonzalez with Narva Insurance. You know, guys, I haven't uh, given you an opportunity to tell people how to contact you. How do people contact you? Okay. You guys are a team. Yes, we are a team. So if they call our office at 626-943-2200, ask for Anna or Michelle. Oh, let's let's say that uh, number out again, please. Again, 626-943-2200. Again, ask for Anna or Michelle. You'll always get one of us. Mm-hmm. And... If we were on another call, please leave a message, and we do call back straight away. Or, again, um, our email. Uh, my email is, um, I'll spell it, it's mmitchikoff, M-M-I-T-C-H-I-K-O-F-F, at narver.com. And Anna, yours? And mine is, uh, my email address is A. Gonzalez, that's G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z, and that's at narver.com. Can you repeat that one more time? Sure. A, that's A Gonzalez, G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z at narver.com. Great. This is really interesting stuff. I love this. Uh, I'm wondering, is there a law that says you must have homeowner's insurance? Is there? No, there isn't. There is no law. Um <laughs> Just your mortgagee, of course, requires that you do have insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't know why you wouldn't want insurance. Uh, you know, keep in mind, if your house burns, who's going to rebuild it? You need that money to rebuild that home. Yes. Again, need. going back to the liability, slip and falls. Somebody comes on your property. Uh, there's roots protruding from the ground. Somebody trips. Uh, you know, it, I don't mm-hmm. see why you wouldn't. But no, there is no law. You yeah. want to make sure you protect your assets. Yes. And a lot of people that don't have a mortgage on their home, their house is paid off. A lot of times it just slips through the cracks. They don't even realize they don't have homeowner's insurance. Well, when buyers are buying a home, at least in California, it's been my experience, when buyers are buying a home, the lender, that's going to, if they're going to get a loan with a large lender, uh, the lender is going to require insurance to be in place the day that it closes. Yes. So all of a sudden, you've got phone calls. I'm buying a house. <laughs> <laughs> they want insurance. They want to pay me to pay the whole premium for the first year. The, you know what you want to be aware of, too? Yeah. You want to place that insurance policy yourself before your lender places oh, it Oh, boy, you. yes, yes. Because all they're going to cover you for is the structure that's it. And that's, that's it. it. That's all they care about. There, that's all they there's care not going to yeah. be no liability on that policy. There's your personal belongings are not going to be insured. Mm-hmm. So you want to get to it before the lender does because they will put their policy on it. Also, and it's yep. way more expensive that we've is. seen. I mean, we've been able to save clients a lot of money if they've called us and said, look, my lender, we've been paying our lender for insurance. Mm-hmm. And when they show us what it is they're so, paying, it's so expensive. It is so it's expensive. Ridiculous. It's like triple to quadruple and the it's price. It's not even, you're not even fully and covered. And you're not even fully covered. So 
So call your agent and get a homeowner's policy before your lender does. Well, the lender knows if you've stopped making your payments because they they're do. what's called a lost payee yes. on the account. And so they're notified. They're, they're alerted by the insurance company straight away if there's cancellation out on that policy. I deal with those phone calls on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, uh, the phone calls or requests coming in to provide proof of insurance for specific dates mm-hmm. uh, all day long. That's one of the services that we get every Fun. single day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, or close of escrows. Sure. The close of escrows. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So, you know, to make it simple now, it's like when we get that initial call, we do ask the client, just give us your escrow officer's name, telephone number, and we deal direct with them. Mm-hmm. We get all the information and just makes it a bit easier for the client. That's one of the things that I, I, I counsel my, my clients with when they're buying a house is to expect that your lender is going to require it. And you're better off shopping and starting now yes. than doing it at the last second because it's still it's unfortunate, but things still happen at the last second. Oh, I agree. And boy, uh, if you can't get a coverage for whatever reason because you have a dog or something mm-hmm. like that, and as a buyer, if you're holding up, a contract, if you're holding up the closing, it's not good Yes, <laughs> because you could, you know, I mean, you're slowing had, things down for the seller. Exactly. We've had the escrow companies on the phone with us when the process has taken a bit longer because, mm-hmm. I mean, if we're dealing with brush, brush is a big factor. And like we're explaining today, we have to find the carrier. We have to make sure the brush is what is it? Two hundred feet from the house. Clearance, yeah. mm-hmm. And but yeah, but no, it's best that they call their agent and let them deal with the escrow officer. This way, mm. all the papers are received in a timely manner, and your escrow closes on time. Oh, I want to touch about uh, our California Fair Plan. By the way, we're if you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show, and we're talking to Michelle Michikoff and Anna Gonzalez. And they're insurance specialists at Narva Insurance. And this is what you specialize in, in is homeowner's insurance. Yes. So in California, we have something called California Fair Plan. As I understand it, it's everybody, a lot, the large carriers put in, put some money into a fund so that you can still get insurance, fire insurance. A fire policy. A fire policy. Uh, I mean, that the fair plan is a good, uh, obviously, it's a good that's a thing to have, but it's resort. your last resort. Your exactly. Last resort is my point. Yes, you know? that's your last resort because it's very minimal, very, it's just yeah. fire. I've uh, seen the policies. Yeah, it's very, very, very basic. <laughs> yes. They're, yeah, it's basic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but it's, that is your last resort. The only time I see a lot of people go to that is if they're a brush area. Yes, yeah. Only for brush, mainly. And that's the high brush because mm-hmm. we do have companies that do offer a complete home pa- uh, home policy. Uh, and, and it offers a liability and everything else you need on the homeowners. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, the fair plan is your absolute last resort. And on my end, California law, you have the seller has to provide what's called a natural hazards zone disclosure report. Mm-hmm. And in California, there's all these different zones. There's a quake zone. There's... Uh, Red-legged frog habitat zone. There's all these crazy zones. There's there's also um, high fire severity zones, liquefaction zones, flood zones. Wow. And I would assume that this is what you guys are looking at is if it's in a high fire severity zone. I'm sure that keys into it. But Majority of the time it's just the high fire brush area or if they're close to water. Ah. So a lot of times that plays into it. But... We see mostly brush. It's that's been a key factor for us. So, but we could go right into all the carriers we deal with, mm-hmm. and we do a mapping to make sure that area qualifies for that insurance carrier. Gotcha. And it will show us how close the brush is to that specific home. And on the seller side, when they provide this natural hazard zone disclosure report, we actually they there's a lot of different companies that provide the service with varying prices, anywhere between $40 to about $139. And the booklet that they give you, it's actually quite interesting. Wow. Uh, I'll show it, And it shows all the maps. Oh. It shows where the house is. And then, um, and it's a disclosure that they mm-hmm. have, they have to provide to the new buyer. And so it explains all of that. It's, 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 um, 
I don't know. I, I like details. It's, yeah. you know, they say the devil's in the details. It's important for your real estate agent to kind of understand this. Yes. Not kind of understand it, but to understand it and read it. And it's oh, important for the buyers you. to read it and the I sellers agree. to read it. Uh, sometimes we jump up and down and say read it and they don't read it, but, um, that's another topic. It's, I mean, and <laughs> that's for a psychologist is, to talk about. <laughs> it is, but it's like a lot of times clients don't realize how close the brush is to their home. Mm-hmm. That's what I've come across. Yeah. And they'll take pictures and say, see, it's not that close. Well, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it can start a fire. So, but no, but all our companies, we could map this and find out how close they're to brush, how close they're to water. To water, yes. So, the companies are very specific in their systems mm-hmm. that we can find this all out. Boy, we could go on and on with all this great information. We're almost out of time. Uh, if you'd like to re- discuss anything related to today's topic, uh, you can call me directly. Call my cell, 888-401-1555. Again, that's 888-401-1555. Are you going to come back? Yeah, I'm going to come back. How about you, Anna? Yes, if you have us, definitely. Um, what was I going to, you know, my my show, as you guys know, we talked about that it's practically required listening for my clients. Uh, it really is. The show has a ton of great information. And, you know, I want you, my listener, to be educated and empowered and, and hopefully, you know, hopefully you're entertained. I hope this is fun. You know, this has been fun for me. No, it's been a lot um, of fun. I, I guess I, under, I, I learned that you don't insure tigers and stuff like that. We haven't yet. <laughs> Not yet. That's true. Right. But, you know, I, I'm, you know, honestly, I'm really, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be, you know, really good friends with almost every single one of my clients. Now, I care about them. And I want them to make really great decisions. This is something we talked about earlier. You, you alluded to. If your clients, if they, if they understand this, it makes everybody's job easier. It does. You know, and that's what I want. I want it, it selfishly. I want my job easier, sure, because I sell a lot of homes. But I want their lives easier. Yes. I want them to call me back. I want them to keep calling me for years and years and years. And I want to be the trusted resource. You guys are obviously a trusted resource. You're not out there. You no, know. we. I think we have a very good relationship with our clients. Yes. Um, they they constantly call us, or we pick up the phone. We if we see something that. Hey, we need to tell them about this. We do call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that's good about our clients is we do give them the service and they do refer us. And we've, I think we've done really good by that. Yeah. A lot of our business comes from referrals. Mm-hmm. You know, we, that's the best way to do business. Yes, because they, they do get the service. It's If Anna or myself cannot get onto it straight away, we do have someone else that does help us. Mm-hmm. And they're on top of it but we're always make sure we're in contact with our clients. Well, I'd like to thank you, Michelle and Anna with Narva Insurance for sharing such great information. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dave in Chicago for producing my show. It was a great show. Thank you, Daniel. You're not mic'd up. Sorry for being so hard on you about giving me that old, uh, <laughs> that question, that email question that we had already covered. It's okay. You're my board operator. You're my show coordinator. I appreciate everything. Uh, thank you, my wife. She's videotaping us. We're going to go start doing video. And that's it for today. And uh, you're going to come back. Yes, we will. Great. This is Mike Bell. And remember to call me, 888-401-1555. And you're listening to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. We'll talk to you soon. The opinions expressed in the Mike Bell Real Estate Show are solely those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone at TalkZone.com, Keller Williams Realty, any board of realtors, or anyone for that matter. Always hire a real estate attorney when making real estate decisions. Do not try any of this at home.